Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, an inspirational podcast about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Here's your host, Shane Lakita. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973, or just Liquid Shano. As many of you have seen, I've made some changes to all my social media platforms to kind of match all in alignment with each other. I'm trying to anyway, but uh, it's easier said than done as other people have taken Liquid Shano other directions and haven't been used, but I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. So, <laughs> hey, uh, welcome back, everybody. Listen, it's the first day of spring, right? It's the first day of spring today. It's the first day that gives you a sense that you can have a clean slate, a fresh start. You know, maybe some parts of the country, flowers are starting to bloom, birds are starting to chirp. It gives you a good sense. The temperatures are starting to pick up a little bit. You can get outside, go for some fresh air, go for some fresh walks, some runs. You know, that whole cabin fever aspect of the long winter is... is one of the things that's a real thing, right? It's a real honest to goodness thing that we all struggle with as we're going through the whole entire seasonal depression and all that stuff. The fact of the matter is that even up here in Maine, where the temperature really wasn't going to get above 55 degrees today and was one of our warmest days that we've had in a while, but the sun popped out a little bit. So I went for a walk, got about three miles in and was really enjoying every single moment of it, breathing some fresh air and just, just kind of getting out there and letting some of the small pockets of vitamin D bask on me and make me feel a little bit better than what I was feeling before. Because, you know, as we all know, with seasonal depression, it, it can really weigh you down, and then you start to feel kind of out of out of sorts, and you start to feel down in the dumps, and all those things. So, so welcome in this new season of a, a springtime season. You know, we're we're coming off of two years of being in pandemic and being in quarantined, and the, pretty much the world shutting down. And it, it, it's it's a new opportunity for us to be able to just get out there and experience some stuff. And I just wanted to share that my thoughts with you really quickly on that aspect of it, because if you're not treating it as something as a new slate, or you're not treating it as something that you can have a fresh start or something like that, or maybe you're already in the mode, right? I mean, here we are in the month of March. Maybe some people use the new year to be the the focus that they had to have to be able to continue to push things forward or maybe you just wanted to start with the new year with new resolutions and trying to be able to go out there and make some dedications and promises to yourself that you were going to be able to do and you failed and you dropped off and now here we are in March and now you might feel like oh man I'm a failure I I'm, I'm I I haven't met the expectations of what I'm looking for I haven't done the things that I promised myself that I should do I know what I need to do and I know where I need to go but on the same token, I failed. And this is a great opportunity, being the first day of spring, to reset, to reset, refocus, and recalibrate all the things you're trying to be able to do to move it forward in a space where you feel comfortable and be a winner. You didn't fail at anything. Listen, life is life. And no matter what your resolutions were, no matter what your year plans in 2021 was, wherever you're at right now is where you're at right now. So take inventory of where you're at, and if you're feeling kind of down, then just do some small things to be able to pick you up, like going for a three-mile walk out in the air to get some fresh air and do your thing and, and, and carve some time out for yourself to be able to do so. If you want to read a book, then sit down and read a book. Take the time necessary for you to be able to do so. Spring, spring is something that is a really 
it's it's a major major thing that helps people's mentality and focus and direction of the of where we're moving and the things that we're trying to be able to do. So I share that to open this podcast because it is kind of a nice time to be able to talk about the new season and and flowers blooming and 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 fresh starts and new beginnings and all that good stuff, okay? So good luck to you and I'm hoping that each and every one of you are going out to achieve your goals with whatever it is that you're setting out to do so with a new attitude and a new mentality that you can do this. Not the mentality of, I hope I can, but rather the mentality of, I know I can get this done. It may take longer than what I expected or what I really wanted to be able to take the time to be able to do so, but I'm going to do it either way. Nonetheless, I'm going to go after it and I'm going to make it happen. Okay. So that's the first part of the podcast here. I just wanted to share that with you for the first few minutes because it's important to calibrate and meet up with each other and, and and treat this conversationally where you can know that I'm in your corner and know that I'm rooting for you no matter what. And, and vice versa, I know that you guys are all rooting for me as well. So here's the first thing I wanted to talk about today. So I, I, I was I was perusing through my social media, right? I'm going through my TikToks and going through my Instagram and all that stuff. And I came across a, it's a quote. It was, it was an audio file that somebody had recorded and they were recording it with it going on in the background. And I listened to most of everything that was said on there. And it was from Steve Harvey. And as you know, Steve Harvey is a comedian but he also puts out some really, really good little nuggets of information, some th- really thoughtful things that he says that really makes you think a little bit. And you're like, wow, man, that really that really made me think a different direction or or go a different direction or right-size my goals to being to think of, wow, man, you know what? This guy's really smart. So this is what he said. He said, basically, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't want to go for a direct quote here. But what he was saying was, he said, when you plant an oak tree, Right when you plant an oak tree, oak tree is one of the strongest trees in the world. Right, it's like solid as a rock. It it, it stands. It withstands all the time. It can withstand high winds. It roots itself well. It's a healthy tree. It's one of the most healthy trees that are out there. And you root it and you put it down in the ground, and it and it grows into this enormous, ginormous being. And and it flourishes and it grows and it supplies oxygen and all these other things that it does supplies homes for animals and all these things that that the oak tree does and 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 the symbol of an oak tree is something that's solid and it's firm and it's it's strong and it's it 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 goes through everything that it goes through in life and it, it literally stands the the test of time right so what he was saying was is that When you plant an oak tree, you plant it for a reason. You plant an oak tree because it is just that. It is the image of something that stands tall, stands firm, and everything else. But the other part of the little phrase, a little uh, audio file that was there, was if you treat yourself like an oak tree and you plant yourself in a small little pot, what are you doing to yourself in the long run? Yeah, you might want to try to get a little bit of a sprout or something to be able to start to grow, and then maybe you can kind of pre-plant it before you go into the 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 ground or whatever it is. But his point was, you're limiting yourself if you put yourself into a two-foot pot. If you take an oak tree and you put the seed down into a two-foot pot, guess what happens? Anybody that does any kind of gardening, which I am not, I am clearly not a green thumb but if you if you plant this oak tree in a two-foot pot now you've set boundaries for yourself and you've literally limited yourself in the growth that you can obtain and be able to do how many times have you taken a 
a potted plant and removed it from the pot that it was sitting in for so long, whether it's an oak tree or whether it's a, 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 a rubber plant or whatever kind of plant that you might have in the house. And next thing you know, you see the roots are all over the inside of this pot and you take it out and you're like, wow, that thing is rooted. It's like literally max capacity where all the roots are wrapped around and intertwining of itself and feeding off of itself and, and, and causing problems. And, and, and the, anytime you put any kind of hydration in there, any kind of water or anything like that it's not really drinking the way that it should and it's not growing the way that it should and i like the fact that he tied it back to a human being right an oak tree needs room to grow an oak tree needs a place to be able to spread its roots to be able to grow exponentially and be able to become the strong individual and strong thing or entity that it's meant to be an oak tree is a symbol but at the same token so are we And if you plant yourself in a place where you are limited in that two-foot pot, as we talked about before, then your roots won't grow. And you won't give yourself the ability to be able to expand and the ability to be able to grow any more than what it is because you go stagnant, because you've limited yourself. Now, this this podcast is going to go many different directions because I feel as if as I was out for my walk today, it really hit me hard. And I was thinking to myself, you know, we limit ourselves so often. We limit ourselves in everything that we do, whether it's our own conversations with ourselves, looking at ourselves saying you're not good enough or you've never been able to do this or I just want to set. I want to temper my expectations and be able to continue to move forward and just be the average person that I've always been where I can't really achieve great results because I never have. So I'm just going to park in my lane and stay in my lane and do my thing and, and continue to go throughout the motions. We limit ourselves every single day just by the words that we say to ourselves and just by the actions that we take for ourselves. You know, how many times have you seen somebody that lifts weights or does some things in the gym and you look at you look at them and you're saying, I could never do that. I could never lift that heavy weight. I could never expand myself that way because I'm just not wired like that. They're wired different than I am. They're 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 much more strong than me. They're much more pliable than me. They're much more flexible than me. Then we start comparing ourselves to other people. Right. And when we do that, that immediately causes us an outcome of limiting ourselves. And when we limit ourselves, it's such a shame because every single one of us do it. And it's sad to me. So when Steve Harvey was saying that, and he was saying that when you put yourself into a small pot and you try to grow and then you can't grow because you've maxed out your capacity and you can't grow anymore because you're just limited. It's limited in the amount of growth that you have. The roots can't expand. They can't go anywhere. Well, this is what we do to ourselves all the time when we either compare ourselves to others or we doubt ourselves based on the fact of previous experience or the way that we've been taught or the way we've grown up or the what we've been told by our family members of you can't accomplish those great things or you can't do those kind of things well i call bull honky i I, seriously because you can achieve whatever it is that you set your mind to but you've got to work at it right all these things that we talk about all these goals that we want to be able to accomplish are not just to snap the finger and they're just going to appear they take work right you've got to dig in and be able to do the work that's necessary for you to be able to get there but You can work all you want to in a two-foot pot, but you're going nowhere with that. 
right? You're going nowhere. Even if it is something that is temporary that you want to be able to move into the next stage, which is another step of what I was thinking of as I was out for my walk today was, well, it could be used as a temporary basis because sometimes we take nurturing. And when you plant that seed and you lay it into the ground or into the pot that you're working with, you do want a seedling. You want to grow it. You want to nurture it. You want to take care of it. You don't want the weather elements to hit it. You want to be able to treat it with finesse and treat it with kindness and treat it with love and and hydration and food and all those things and really kind of get it to a place where it has a little bit more of a root that you could put down in the ground and you're not worried about it dying off because it can hold itself and start to grow from there. And then the expansion is endless by the time you get to the regular ground. So although I agree with what Steve was saying about the fact that you limit yourself by by holding yourself in a small pot like that, but I also know that we got to start somewhere. And if it is a small pot that you got to work with, and it is a small little goals that you're trying to be able to accomplish or small little things that you're able to do, well, then stick there for a moment until you can actually accomplish some of those things and grow within the capacity of what you have. And you got to grow within the fact that if I plant that seed in that little pot and I'm sitting there watching the seedling grow and I'm watching the roots start to set in and all those things at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it gives us the room for us to be able to choose what our next step is going to be. Now, the problem is, is that you might start that seedling off in that little pot. And you might start it getting started. You're, you're, you're gung-ho about it. How many times? Now, I, I want you to compare yourself to this, this analogy here, okay? I want you to compare your journey with this analogy. And I want you to say to yourself, okay, how many times have you jumped into a new weight loss program or a new diet program or a new weightlifting program or a workout regimen or whatever else or a new job that you just started or a new position that you're at and you're gung-ho right I mean you're literally all in and all your cards are on the table and you threw them all in and you're just like I can do this I got this I feel the fire I feel the burn let's go let's make this happen right and you're going after it, you're making things happen, you're doing everything you have to do to be able to try to continue to push things forward and the the seed is now planted. So you start to then see the seedling start to grow and you're like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Here we go. But then something happens. Then our own thoughts get in the way of that growth and that energy and that fast momentum that we have. So we start to then get in our own brains. We start to get in our own way because we're sitting down telling ourselves, oh, you know what, this this sucks about life, or oh, financially I'm not set, or whatever it is that we have, or, you know, depression kicks in, or uh, like we just talked about when we first opened with, you know, winter's happening and I can't get outside and I can't work out, I can't do this, that, and the other, or I hurt my leg, or I got an injury that, that's there, it's gonna derail me. Whatever it is that life decides to throw your way, then we literally derails us, right? It derails us and brings us a different direction. And so that seedling that you planted that you wanted to use as a starter pot that you wanted to put this in, the two-foot pot that was a starter pot to be able to, you know, get let the roots start to kick in a little bit, let the seedling start to grow. Now, because you're derailed, you no longer have that energy and that passion towards growing that seedling and getting it to where it needs to be. You no longer have the energy and the focus around the fact of you're in the zone and you're on fire to be able to do so because everything else got in the way. Life gets in the way. We get derailed. We have obstacles we have to overcome, all these different things. 
So although I like the thought in my mind of starting off as a seedling to grow it into something and then planting it into the ground once it's able to go, and then the sky's the limit of the growth and expansion that you can have just like a human being, the concept of it is really how often are we limiting ourselves based on the fact of what we're thinking? How often do we psych ourselves out from achieving the goals that we want to achieve, going for the things that we want to be able to go for based on what other people say or based on what how other people's opinions are or based on how our life has been lived so far or based on anything else that's going on, environmental, or maybe you're suffering from depression. You're watching all this news about war and bombing of different stuff or um disease or people being down in the count and whatever else, although you think we're coming out of things, but then you got these other things and then political landscape that we're living in and this, this toxic environment that we're living in, all these things that are, that, are, that are surrounding us all around us and we're just trying to be the best version of ourselves can really derail you and hurt you. So it's the same thing for an oak tree. You put that seedling down in the thing, in the pot, and you start to grow it and it grabs roots and it starts to get the seedling going. It starts to, you know, starts to sprout a little bit and you start to see some hope and you start to think to yourself, okay, good. Now I can really start to grow this thing. But then if it does max out in that two foot pot and you don't remember that you need to expand and you need to grow from that point forward, you'll never expand and grow the, the, the way or the speed that you want to or need to in your life. So then that, then that oak tree sits in that pot potted plant or whatever it is and doesn't ever grow it doesn't ever expand it doesn't ever move itself out of the stage of being a small little infant and then oftentimes as anybody with a non-green thumb like myself that plant dies it dies off it falls off and then you're like oh i gotta start over again because i had good momentum at one time but then life got in the way and now i don't know which direction to move in And now I don't know how I'm supposed to move forward and how I'm supposed to give myself growth opportunities from this point forward. The key to it is each stage that you're going through, whether it's with the oak tree, (laughs) which is the analogy that we're using here today, or whether it's with your own growth and journey that you're living in and the thing you're trying to accomplish and the, the best version of you, whether it's whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, you've got to give yourself room for expansion and growth. And growth can come in many forms, as we've talked about on this podcast a thousand times before. Growth can come even through the toughest, most negative times. As a matter of fact, I feel in my heart of hearts that if you are going through something and life is dealing you lemons across the board and you just feel like you can't get above water, you feel like you can't breathe, you can't move forward, you can't be successful, all those things, those are opportunities that are going to grow you more than any other opportunity. If you're super successful and you automatically just put the seed in the pot and next thing you know, it grows huge and then you move it right out there and then you just, it becomes this huge oak tree with never any kind of adversity, never any kind of obstacles, with never any kind of things that you have to overcome to be able to grow this the way that you want it to, you're never really going to learn and grow the way that you can, right? Adversity creates growth. Growth creates strength, and then strength at the end of it, as long as you learn from those strengths and you can really tap into that piece of it, you can only set yourself up for success moving forward. Stop limiting yourself. 
I have to tell myself this all the time because I am my own worst critic. I literally step back and I say to myself all the time, oh, you know what? You've done this before and you failed or you've done this before and it lasted a while, but you, you've fallen off, you, whether it's with weight loss or whether it's with jobs or whether it's with career, whether it's with friendships, whether it's with relationships, all these things. I literally get in my own way and in my own head because I doubt myself. I come after myself. I'm my own worst critic. I'm, I'm harder on me than anybody else in the world. I mean, literally, if you think about it, you are probably the exact same way as me, where you are so hard on yourself that you don't give yourself the ability to be able to succeed, nor do you celebrate in the fact that you are successful with what you've done so far. Because we think of ourselves as failures because we're not where we think we should be. We're not right in the space where we, where we feel, you know, we need to be navigating through, I should be at this place in my life. Here I am a 48 year old man and I should be super successful. I should already have a retirement all put away. I should be able to afford my kids college. No, sometimes we don't, we do, we don't get to the place where we need to. And then we think of ourselves as failures. Then we start to badmouth ourselves and we start to look at ourselves in a negative, negative light. And when we do that, what happens? We squelch our growth. We squelch our positive movement. We don't actually get to where we have to get to because we're too busy talking to ourselves on how bad we are and getting there or how much we failed in the past to getting there or whatever it is. We are too busy being our own worst critic and bashing ourselves to be able to move forward. So we are now, we as humans are the two foot pot. We're holding ourselves back. We're stopping ourselves from expanding, from growing, or anything. How often also is it that you know you have an opportunity to be able to do something or achieve something or go after something, but how often is it that we're too afraid to do so because we're just afraid of failure? We're afraid to put one foot in front of the other because we don't want to fail. We don't want to fall on our face. We don't want to skin our knee. We don't want to scrape our elbow. And so we just sit. We just sit and we don't do anything. We just sit and just go, all right, well, you know what the, 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 the before mentioned part of it was I was doing all right as I was at, I wasn't really necessarily going where I wanted to go or achieving the things I wanted to, but I'm going to stand pat and do the things I have to do because it's a safe bet. It's safe for me to be able to do so because I'm not going to fail and I'm not going to hurt myself and I'm not going to, you know, hurt anybody around me or anything like that. Instead, those risks that we could be taking and achieving all the things that we're trying to be able to achieve in life in general, all across the board, we're not doing because we're afraid. So again, that fear, not only on top of the negativity and not only on top of the things that you say to yourself all the time or the way you talk to yourself in the mirror or the way you talk to yourself when you're trying to achieve goals. Now we've even got the other end of all that, the other end of fear. The fear of failure, the fear of not being able to accomplish it or doing it once before or twice before or 20 times before and failing all those times and just expecting that you're going to fail again so you don't even try. I mean, come on. How do we not even try to accomplish the things that we're trying to be able to do in life just based on the fact that we're fearful of the fact that we're going to fail, right? So there's another aspect of the two-foot pot. 
First, it's the way we talk to ourselves, the negative conversations that we have, the the way that we've lived, the way that we've been brought up, all those things where we just are in this space where we just expect negativity or expect a failure to happen. And then the second part of it is fear, the fear of failure. So that two-foot pot now is not only on top of all that, but now it's like this huge wall. And the wall gets thicker and thicker and thicker the more and more you converse with yourself this way. And you, if you don't break the cycle, then you just start spinning out. And next thing you know, you're just spinning your wheels in the mud and you're going nowhere. You're achieving none of the goals that you want to be able to achieve. You're sitting status quo and you're not challenging your thought process of moving things forward. And that sucks. Because I've been there. I am there. You know, here I am, what was it, three years ago, three and a half years ago, lost over 110 pounds with uh, the program that I was on, the way that I was working, the things that I was doing, right, across the board, was on commercials for them, did all kinds of stuff. I was part of uh, a community and all these different things that I was doing. I was I was up and coming, right, because I lost all this weight and really been able to move things forward. And then job loss and then pandemic And then all these things came down and here I am looking at myself, not to know that I'm, I haven't gained all my weight back that I've done, but I've gained some of it back and I consider myself to be a failure. Why? Because that's how we're wired. Why should I consider myself to be a failure? I'm still some pounds down and I'm still working at things. It's not like I've just given up totally, but I feel like I've given up. I feel like internally I can't get to where I need to go because I'm a failure and I've done this before and I've been down this road and failure sucks and it's scary and it hurts. That's my two foot pot. My two foot pot is holding me back. It's keeping the roots from expanding. I'm not challenging myself to doing amazing things on the outside only because I'm afraid of what the outcome is going to be or I'm afraid of what people's perception is going to be, or I'm just afraid that the fact that I'm not good enough to do it like the person next to me over here, I start to compare myself. So these are all three areas that are just building the walls of that two-foot pot up over and over and over. And now my roots are starting to crawl up that two-foot pot, and I'm sitting around going, man, I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I'm not achieving the things I want to. And then if I really get in my head, I'm doing the exact same thing I've been doing, and I literally just want to sit status quo and not move anywhere. And it's, it's like a paralysis almost. You get into this place where you don't try anything else because you're just, you're, you're stuck. It's almost like writer's block. Instead, it may be weight loss block or it might be fitness block or it might be career block. You know, I sometimes then often think to myself, I love my job that I do. It's a small mom and pop's place. I'm not getting paid as much money as I did before, nor do I have the benefits that I had before. So I'm kind of a failure that way. Although I'm home every night to have dinner with my family. I'm off every weekend to be able to enjoy time with my family, which is a very important aspect of it for me at this stage of my life as my kid is going to be graduating here soon. right? So I want to spend as much time as I can and do the things that I can, enjoy time with my wife and my dog and everything else. But I don't look at it that way. I look at it as being the fact that I got pay, I, I'm paid less. I lost my job. I'm pay, I'm, uh, my, my good career that I had, I'm paid less. My benefits are worse. And here I am. I'm a failure. Internally, right? This is the way I feel in my brain. 
as I'm moving things forward. So I know some of you can relate to what I'm talking about here because we get thrown these curveballs that we just never expect. We don't expect to have to be looking for a job sometimes. We don't expect the pandemic to shut things down. We don't expect to, to have inflation screaming the prices through the roof on everything. We don't expect all these things that are kind of out of our control, yet we think they're our fault. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy to me, but it's true. It's human nature. I always think to myself, it's my fault with, 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 with what's happened to me. It's my fault, the direction that we've gone in. And then my wife always, always, she's amazing. Her name is Crystal, if you don't know. She's amazing because she'll look at me and she'll say, you know what, we're still getting by. We're still doing our thing. We still have a retirement. We still, we're, 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 we're achieving things. You're literally out there doing good things for the community. You're giving back to the community, even all the while working this job. She has a good paying job that, or, or, you know, that she can work there and work the hours that she wants to. And it's, it's a family run place. We've got a lot of positive things going for us, but often we don't think that way until we have somebody that looks at us and says, listen, you know, change your lens, pal, change the way you're viewing, get away from the four walls of that, of that two foot pot. Because if your roots are growing up the walls and you don't feel like you're going anywhere, it's one of the worst feelings in the whole entire world because you feel like you're not accomplishing anything that you want to accomplish in life. You feel like you're a failure. You feel like you just can't do it. And I'm here to tell you right now because I, I, I'm, it's easy for me to say to other individuals outside of myself because that's why I'm sharing this with you is because this is how I'm thinking. So I know a lot of you can relate to what I'm talking about, but I'm going to tell you from an outside perspective looking into your world that you can accomplish whatever it is you set your mind to. And so can I. The key to it is setting your mind to it. And the key to it is getting out of the four walls of the two-foot pot and start to then really nurture and be able to move things forward and grow and expand and take risks and do the things that you love to do in life. Not the things that you have to do in life, the things that you love to do in life. Incorporate those things in your life because guess what? We're only here for a short amount of time on this earth and we only have a short amount of time to be able to accomplish all the things that we want to be able to accomplish. And if we don't do it, we're going to regret it by the end of time comes around. While we're laying on our deathbeds, we're going to be like, I should have done that. I should have jumped out of that plane. I should have read that novel series. I should have wrote that book. I should have done that cookbook. I should have ran that marathon. I should All these things that we have regrets of because we didn't take the chance and the risk to do so because our roots were being blocked by a two-foot pot. Now, if we can put those roots out in the, in the regular ground where it can expand and grow and just get big and strong and be able to be healthy and continue to move things forward and perform the way that it's supposed to perform and be the majestic thing that it is just like you're supposed to be, that's how we need to do it. Change your frame of thought. Change the, 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 the failure aspect of what you're talking about and let's go through life achieving and accomplishing small little goals, getting to some of the bigger ones, but small little goals and celebrating those and don't forget to be able to park there. Because what is it, the old Stuart Smalley phrase that they used to say on Saturday Live? Because I'm good enough and I'm smart enough and doggone it, people like me. Here's the thing. Stop limiting yourself. I have to do the same. No more two-foot pots. 
take your roots, put them into a highly moisturized, highly nutritious pasture and grow like you're meant to grow. Be the person you're meant to be and do the things that you love to do in life before it's too late. Let's go out and be the oak tree we're meant to be. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please do us a favor and leave feedback and a five-star rating on whatever platform that you use.